And we are live! Welcome everybody to Ask a Wizard. Today we are going to be showing you a sticky situation that turned deadly. We're going to show you a live video footage of a good boy entering via a portal. It appears to be spawned in by perhaps the creator of this universe himself? Who knows? And finally, I'll be showing you how to store potatoes without a root cellar and a ton of other stuff. Of course, we're going to be doing some live wizard readings here as well. So we're going to be getting into that story right now. Uh, we got three people or two people here on the list. We got Tice, uh, T-Y-C-E, looking for a live wizard reading. And we've got Cole. If you'd like to enter that list and get a free live wizard reading, make sure that you like this stream and share this stream out and then let me know in the comments below that you'd like a live wizard reading and we will add you to the list as well so that you can get a live wizard reading so with that being said let's get started right now do 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 oh wait we gotta get our overlay let's get our overlay Boom. check this out So, as always, in the beginning of today's show, we're going to be starting off with This Week in Weird. That is the news that you need to know for the week or the day. Uh, the news being the most unimportant thing you could ever look at. Um, so there's not really a reason to watch it. I don't watch the news. I don't read the news. I have nothing to do with the news. And yet, I was right again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys are new to the show, this might be something that you aren't uh, familiar with, but uh, there is a growing trend of what happens as uh, I profess things that will occur or are occurring, politically speaking, and um, I let you guys know in advance, sometimes months, sometimes years, and uh, I am always met with a resounding, you're crazy, there's no way that could be true. And then of course it uh, turns out to be uh, completely true. Uh, this has happened with elections, this has happened with political conflicts, with wars, things of that nature. And uh, this one is no different. Um, I've been telling you guys for, oh gosh, over a few months on the lives here, but also um, since 2018, that uh, China has waged war with America. They're partnering with the uh, left-wing side of our political system and that they're infiltrating our system with spies to attempt a election coup. Uh, well, this week in Weird in the News, uh, all of those spies were found. There's an entire list that was leaked. Um, I also told you, I think literally last Friday, be careful, there might be uh, disruptions in the communication networks, specifically the internet, as you may or may not know. Google was down during this time. Um, is it related to this? I don't know. You'll have to ask them. And, of course, uh, the coup is being documented as well. There is a, a military uh, coup attempt being conducted right now. So uh, that's where we're at right now. It looks like we're having some uh, lag issues here. Are you guys uh, still here? Are you able to experience that? Um, it seems to be cutting in and out. Let me see if this fixes anything. Um, let's see here. Hey, how's it going, Naz? Welcome. Hi, how's it going, Victor? Welcome, welcome. Uh, hey, Cole, how's it going? Let's see, why is it lagging out? Alright. See if Alex is uh, gobbling up the internet. I hear her clomping out there, my goodness. 
Um, we'll find out. Google shut down today morning with YouTube. Yeah, I know. Isn't that? <laughs> that's what I told you would happen. Um, and then and then it did. It must be bothersome to Google. Um, I think we're just gonna have to. And they had difficulties. Yeah, yeah, they they did have some difficulties indeed. Uh, we might just have to tank the bad internet here and hope that it comes back. Um, I know that this is being recorded, so hopefully that'll uh, kick back up. But that is this week in weird. Um, I hope that the uh, news this shows you guys that uh, you don't need to worry about the news. You don't need to watch the news. You can know what's going on just by reading books. And that is what I recommend doing. All right, so let's move along to this hilarious history. Today's hilarious history is a sticky situation that turned deadly. We're going to be talking about this crazy historical event taking place in Boston, 1919. This is called the Great Molasses Flood. In 1919, there was a massive container of molasses being stored in Boston. And you might be asking yourself, why on earth was there all this molasses? And how much molasses was there, Tyler? Well, there was 2.3 million gallons of molasses. <laughs> and the reason it was being stored there is molasses was being used to make alcohol. I believe it was used to uh, make rum, to be specific. And so that is why it was being stored. Um, however, this particular container of molasses uh, was not properly secured to handle the uh, increasing temperatures that were occurring at the time in Boston. This caused the tank of molasses storing 2.3 million gallons of this syrupy mess to burst and pour down the side of the hill where it was stored, causing it to charge into the city, which was in a shape of a bowl at 35 miles per hour. That's right. This You've heard the expression, slow as molasses. Well, apparently molasses is very fast. And so you may be using that expression incorrectly. And the wall of molasses was 25 feet high. 25 foot high wall of molasses moving at 35 feet. Uh, or 35 miles per hour, my apologies. And this molasses actually swept houses off of their foundation. As you can see here, and this is a, another picture of it you can see down here, um, that is the molasses covering buildings. And uh, as you can see here, the devastation of the molasses attack over here on the right. Um, the destruction was akin to a tornado striking the city. It was destroyed for literally an entire half mile mowed down by this giant syrup in fact this moving monstrosity actually injured 150 people flipping over trains destroying cars or uh, carts and uh, wrecking buildings ripping them out of their foundation drowning livestock and killed 21 people some people were stuck in this sticky mess for days as rescuers weren't able to reach them until the molasses became cold enough for them to walk on as it became solid. Um, after they waited for it to eventually become solid and they were able to save the people who were trapped in the sticky mess, the uh, Boston people came together to clean up the molasses using a combination of salt and water 
to break off the chunks of molasses and have it flow off into the ocean. This stained the bottom of the Boston Harbor for months with a gross brown layer all over the bottom of the ocean. And literally two decades later after the incident, every summer, the Boston area smells like smelt like molasses for two decades after they had cleaned up the incident. And uh, to this day, they there are people who say that it is still um, there's still places that will randomly smell like molasses even uh, 50, 75 years later. So that is the molasses flood that occurred in Boston, 1919. And uh, my goodness, what what an intense uh, experience and just something you never would imagine is possible. But um, apparently these are the kinds of things that happen all around the world. The world is a much more interesting place than you could ever possibly imagine. Like only a little bit of molasses, not a whole big deal. Exactly. It's exactly right. You look at molasses, you don't think deadly super weapon, but turns out it's a deadly super weapon. <laughs> Thank you, Cole. All right, let's get our first round of live wizard readings going here. The first person up on the list is Tice. It looks like YouTube totally screwed us up with some major lag, though. Um, and so uh, I saw it kick like eight of you guys out that sucked but uh tice if you're still here let me know in the comments below we'll get your reading started shortly and then after that we will have cole cole is up after tice so if you're here let me know in the comments below we'll get your reading started in just a bit and uh look forward to doing your reading in just a moment dar dar darian darian says hello hello how are you doing what in the world what is tanking our internet I wonder if Alex is streaming shows. I bet you she's streaming. <laughs> Am I on the list? Uh, Naz, you are not on the list, but you're on the list now if you're looking for a reading. Oh, added you to the list, Naz. You glitching guy? Yeah, I know. We're, we're trying to figure it out. Hopefully, hopefully we get through this. We'll have to stay strong and hope that it uh, comes back. I don't know why it's behaving this way, but um, let's just say, Spectrum, you know what we've been talking about. You don't want this to happen. <laughs> I'm watching it. Uh, I'm not streaming, I promise. I'm watching it. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, we've got major internet issues going on here. Um, not sure what to do, but uh, we'll, we, I mean, we can still try and do the live wizard readings here. So um, let's see. Um, hey, OPBs, can you try disconnecting from Wi-Fi? Make sure you're using cell signal. And um, I haven't seen anything from Tice, so we're going to give him a roll call here. Going once. Tice, going once. Going twice. And sold. All right, Tice is off the list. Same, just close the video and reload it. Well, thank you very much, Cole, uh, for that thoughtful insight. Let's see, maybe, do we try resetting the router? I'm afraid. I'm afraid to reset the router. Man, this is frustrating. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> Naz, you can you're on the list, Naz. Um, however, if you can get a reading, depending on if our if our internet's functioning at any point, yes. Um, we're gonna see if PVs can reset the router here. My goodness, this is uh, annoying. Up next is Cole, by the way. Cole, you are gonna be live next. This is the first time we've had this issue. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of bummed. Is there anything running in the background that might be causing this? Um, no, that doesn't use any internet. Um, nothing. All right, it, it's it's seeming a little smooth now. All right, let's give it a shot here. Um, I think that it's it's fixed itself. I am DC from Wi-Fi. Well, thank you very much, uh, OPBs. And uh, let us begin. Oh, my voice is still coming through. All right, well, let's just keep going with that then. Uh, Cole, you are up. Cole, if you'd like a live wizard reading, let me know in the comments below if you're still here, and we'll get your reading started shortly. Sorry, guys, about the technical issues. Um, hopefully, they uh, figure themselves out. This is just absurd. I'm here at the present moment. Awesome. All right, let's get you a live wizard reading. Let's get this going. Where is my cards? Man, this is just a big old mess right now, isn't it? All right. Let's get this going here. Try and fix that. Doing some tech work while I'm live. You know, nothing more entertaining than uh, fixing technical problems while you're live on a show. Um, I'm sure... <laughs> It's entertaining for you. What do we got here for Cole? All right, Cole. So this is the Ace of Spades. Uh, well, Naz is definitely familiar with this particular one. This is a uh, card that represents beginnings of new intellectual journeys. So what this represents is being in a situation where um, you are about to begin a new adventure in your life that's going to be about learning a new topic, gaining new information about a new skill, uh, things like that. So this is something that is going to be important for you to appreciate because there's going to be stuff coming up in the future. And, um, oh, Naz makes a good point. We did mention the uh, internet disruptions that may be going on. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Um, we'll find out. <laughs> so the Ace of Spades here is saying that you're in a new intellectual journey and, um, I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted with all the technical stuff. Uh, new intellectual journey. And so it's very important that you take this time to really appreciate the beginning phases and writing down the things that are inspiring you about this intellectual journey so that when things get more difficult in the future, you're going to be able to look back on this time and say, hey, the reason why I did this is because of these things. This is the reason I was inspired originally, and this is why I'm choosing to do this now. So um, take note of why you are interested in the new topic you're interested in, and let that guide you and motivate you moving forward. So that would be my recommendation for you there, Cole. I hope that helps you out. I hope that gives you some insights. And uh, we're gonna move on to the next reading. Is Tice still here? Tice, if you're still here, let me know in the comments below. We'll get your reading started. And then after that, uh, no problem at all, Cole. Sorry for the craziness. Uh, next up is Naz. 
Naz, if you are here, let me know in the comments below and we'll get your reading started shortly. And it does look like my internet has stabilized over here. So um, I'm not sure what the hiccup was, but um, perhaps it is resolved now. So hopefully that will uh, continue working. Oh, Tice is here. Welcome, Tice. All right. You probably missed because of the uh, nonsense going on with the internet here. So let's get your live reading going. I do like that YouTube is currently telling me three people are here, despite the fact that five people have commented in the last few seconds. That's very interesting. <laughs> All right, let's get uh, Tice a reading and let us begin. Ooh, all right, popping off with the Jack of Wands here. So the Jack of Wands is this card right there. Uh, this is about taking action on spiritual principles. So what this represents for you here, Tice, is that you are in a situation in your life right now where you need to trust your principles and take action on those principles. You cannot compromise on what you know to be true right now. You are putting yourself into a situation where you're getting some peer pressure. People are trying to encourage you to do things that you know are not the right thing to do. And um, you're sticking to your morals. And what this card is saying is do not compromise on that. Stick with that. Keep going forward. Keep moving forward on your hero's journey. Don't let them take you off the path. Stick with the moral path. Do the right thing. It's going to pay out in the end. Um, if for no other reason you're going to look back on this time and say I chose to do the right thing and I'm happy that I chose to do the right thing because I'm a good person for doing that. And so that would be my recommendation for you there, Tice, is do not let them trick you. Don't let them pull you off the path. Stick with what you know is moral and right. So that would be my reading for you there, Tice. I hope that helps you out. I hope that gives you some insights. Let me know in the comments below if that helped you out. And we're going to move on to Naz. Naz is here. All right, Naz, let's get you a live wizard reading. Um, I'm struggling to get my chat to work right now. This is just this is just one mess up after another. Let's see, Naz. Anything in particular you're looking for insights on? How are you doing, sir? I see that you're here. Awesome. All right, let us begin. It does look like it, the stream has stabilized, so that's good to see. And we might be able to get back on track here. Um, good thing we have Alex to edit the videos later on, right? <laughs> Cut out all this stuff. All right, Naz, what we got popping up here for you is the Four of Hearts. Interesting, okay. So this is a bit of a change of pace for you. So we saw the completion of a chapter in the previous stream and now what we're seeing pop up is the four of hearts so the four of hearts is about stability of emotions and family so what this is telling you is right now we need to focus on um our friends and our family and being close to our friends and family um, these are times right now i think you're getting a little bit of stress the family might be going through some stressful times as well um, you're you're in a new environment and right now you guys really need to stabilize each other in your family knowing hey times are crazy right now but at least we can rely on each other at least we can come together as a family and so um, this is a time right now to really focus on the family uh, it's Christmas time this is the best time to do that you know it's the holidays and by holidays I mean Christmas New Year's and Thanksgiving and so take this time to really uh, grow those family 
uh, bonds and uh, experience that because I think you're going to get a lot of payoff here and it's going to help you guys be a little less stressed during this time. And so that's the reading I have for you today, Naz. I hope that helps you out. I hope that gives you some insights. And we're going to move on to the next segment. Naz says, thank you. Thank you very much. It looks like our tech problems are resolved and our readings are done. So let us begin with incredible videos. What scares bears? A lion charges a child and the stink of night. We're going to be doing these videos right here in just a moment, and let's get these things going live right now. So, the question is, what scares bears? Alright, we're going to get this ad. No, thank you. Bomb, bomb. This is an intense experience, a close encounter, if you will, with a pretty spooky bear. And uh, let's take a look. So this is what appears to be a beefy, beefy black bear. Just chilling. And then he sprints. Bears are pretty fast, pretty intense. So he's running up the tree. Now what you don't know yet is the man recording this is also in the tree. <laughs> he looks at it and smiles because the bear is now, as you'll see, right over his head. Come on, show us. They're currently doing the right thing, though, you know. You, all these videos we've watched, the guy goes and points the camera first. These guys did the right thing. These guys said, I'm in camouflage, I'm in the tree, I'm going to stay still, I'm not going to move. So this is the right play. But, I mean, for the camera, sir, come on. Do it for the gram. There you go. Very slowly moves the camera. <laughs> so he's got this giant monster sitting right over him, but doesn't seem to be very interested in him at all. Now, why is this bear so scared? What could possibly have spooked this monstrous beast hey how's it going brazy welcome welcome we're gonna skip ahead here because mr bear realizes that they're there and exits the tree so he sees that they're there and he's just he's not interested he's not gonna attack him he's not a mean bear he's not a hungry bear He's just chilling. <laughs> They're just chilling in a tree. Yeah, we, we don't want to see you. Come on. All right, so the bear has gotten back down off the tree. Uh, the reason why he was so skittish and what scares a bear... He's running again. It's a bigger bear. <laughs> bigger bears scare smaller bears. That's what scares bears. Check out how fast the reaction time is on this bear. This is crazy. It just bolts. And there comes the big boy. 
<laughs> so now when you ask yourself what scares a bear you know what the answer is bigger bears and so that is uh the bear video for you guys today but it gets it gets better it gets better we actually have another terrifying encounter that uh this is just mind-blowing um if <laughs> if you ever if you ever situated with a cat a wild cat of any sort man um do not turn your back never turn your back these things are monsters so you got a little kid here checking out mr lion in the zoo that that lion is what a good distance away that is not a small distance or that's not a big distance. or sorry that is not a small distance that's pretty darn far because lions are huge so uh judging by how small he is he, he's pretty good what 50 feet probably <laughs> do you see how fast he cleared that ground look at that look how quick it is just sitting there minding his own business the child is facing him facing him turns the second his eyes look the other way the lion is already in motion boom holy crap that's big <laughs> the thing will destroy you absolutely destroy you it's it's insane let's watch that one more time look at that he starts moving now boom he's cleared that distance in that short a time oh my gosh it's oof oh that's terrifying <laughs> why would he even go for a little kid like that i don't understand you know like don't they go for like big prey they don't waste their energy on small prey i don't know but my goodness that is uh that is the terrifying lion video that i have for you guys here today and then uh oh gosh this one is gonna give you all some nightmares um if you're not a fan of snakes this is this is not the one for you this is i didn't know this was a real thing i i didn't know this is something that could happen in real life and the fact that it can is pretty terrifying So I believe we are in um, in India, if I'm not mistaken. Man is setting up a tube. Um, looks like they've got like some sort of a toilet clog here. Let's see. Let's see. It seems to be something has clogged their toilet. Uh, maybe he can help us out. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. By the way, this is a cobra. One bite from this thing and you're dead. This thing will drop an elephant. It's called a snouted cobra. Actually, I don't know if a snouted cobra can take down an elephant. But I know it can take down a person for sure. Oh, oh, ah, they can get in your toilet. 
Nothing is safe. Nothing is safe. Look how big it is. It's not going to fit in that tube. You can't fit the danger noodle in that tube. It's a monster. You got that right. It just keeps going. Oh, no, no. Did it just attack the pipe? Oh, imagine you're over here in the right and you're taking a bath you're taking a bath in that little bathtub there and you just look over and you see this crawling out of your toilet. What are you going to do? Oh jeez. Just getting the getting the tube danger noodle. Come on, man. He's biting the container. He's like, no, I'm not going in there. They're gonna take you some they'll probably take you out into like nature. Come on, snake. I know I we, we teased the person who's negotiating with cobras. But unfortunately, that's like that would that's the reaction that I would have too. <laughs> I, I would tease the cobra. I would negotiate with the animals. I know it's ridiculous. It's just what I do. Oh gosh. Does this? Does, does do you eventually get it in, bud? There you go. No, no, okay. Well, I guess they just all die. That's the end of this video. <laughs> so that is the danger noodle. Um, my word, that is, uh, that is just so, so just awful. I, I just, the fact that that is a thing that can happen. I hope that that's not like a America problem. I hope that's like a, a strange problem that only occurs in certain places and not here. Cause that is, uh, that is pretty freaky. Now, today we're going to be talking about on our build, grow, and create. We're going to talk about how to store potatoes without a root cellar. Now, I have not checked this full video out myself. We're going to be skipping around. Um, this is a new piece of information I've been waiting to do for you guys because we did a segment, and of course, my mouse is gone. Um, we did a segment on how to grow potatoes. And one of the owls, very rightly so, asked Tyler, if we grow all these potatoes, what good is that going to do me? Because all the potatoes are going to go bad. Where are you going to store all the potatoes if the power's out? Great question. Um, so the, the correct answer starting out is what's called a root cellar, but not everyone has a root cellar. So um, I found this particular video to hopefully give you guys a solution that doesn't even involve a root cellar. Uh, she's got 200 pounds of potatoes that she's grown here, and she's going to show us what she's doing to keep them nice and fresh all throughout the winter. By the way, this channel is called uh, Jill Winger Dash The Homestead Mentor, and uh, she's got 122,000 subs. Definitely go over there and give her a sub. The title of this video is How I Store 200 Pounds of Potatoes Without a Root Cellar. Let us begin. All right, right off the bat, 
What was... I'm sorry. I just read your name and I already forgot it. Jill. Jill. You just said... Your, your title says 200. You just told me 300. What's going on here? Is it 200? Is it 300? I'm skeptical, Jill. I love growing potatoes, but if you're going to grow them in quantity, you have to know how to store them so they don't go bad. Great. Thank you. In this video, I'll show you exactly how we harvest our potatoes to maximize their shelf life and how we store them without having a root cellar. Go on. Okay. We don't need we don't need the we don't need the, the stories. You guys can go and check these out yourself if you want to do it for yourself. We're just skipping along. This walkway. We did you this is highlights. So this is them just uh grabbling up some potatoes. Hey, how's it going, Trenton? Welcome. Not too bad. So there's our potato harvest. Let's give let's let's take a moment here to congratulate Jill. Jill, congratulations. Potato harvest successful. Very good crop harvest there. I think she said she had over three hundred pounds of potatoes. Pretty intense. What a legend. Beautiful homestead, but uh, you know, if you want to check that out. The schoolroom is not an ideal place to sort potatoes, but it's cold and mucky and wet outside, and I'm too lazy to. Okay, 218 pounds. 218. So the truth comes out, Jill. Is it 300? Is it 200? It was somewhere in the middle. Let's give Jill the credit. Good work, Jill. Are you doing readings tonight? Yes, I am. Trenton, would you like to get a reading? Well, let me know, Trenton. I will get you a reading. Like and share the video and let me know. Light, sunlight, or other light that causes potatoes to turn green. So sometimes if they're not covered sufficiently with soil, that's why we get green spots. And that's why it's really important if they're in stories, they need to be in a really, really dark place. Okay, so step number one, to keep your potatoes lasting long, keep them out of sunlight. That is step number one. If you have any potatoes that are damaged, scraped, or cut, and the skin is broken, remove them from your storage. Step number two. Look at that kid crushing some potatoes. Step number three. If the potato is squishy, remove it from storage. So basically, uh, takeaway here is you don't have a root cellar. You grew potatoes at home. You want to know how am I storing my 50 pounds, my 200 pounds of potatoes before they go bad um, during the winter. The steps are you want to keep it out of direct sunlight, any sunlight. You want to keep it as dark as possible, maybe inside of a closet, for example. Um, you want to sort your potatoes out before you store them, though. You want to get rid of anything that is squishy, anything that has its skin cut, 
and then keep it out of the sunlight. If you do those three things, you're gonna be able to store your potatoes for quite some time, even if you don't have a root cellar. And of course she threw in the uh, fact, the potatoes that are squishy and whatnot, you can still use them. It's just, you know, you don't wanna put them in with your storage for long-term storage. Trenton's looking for a reading. All right, Trenton, I'll get you on the list. And that's it, guys. That is the lesson for today. So uh, to answer your question, um, Tyler, I liked your video about how to grow potatoes, but what am I going to do with 50 pounds of potatoes? Um, well, obviously, give them to Alex. She'll eat them all in a matter of minutes. But if you don't have Alex nearby, um, you can, you can uh, follow those three easy steps to uh, prevent your potatoes from going bad. And Trenton is on the list. Victor as well. Yes, indeed, Victor. Got you on there, bud. Boom. All right. Let's move on to the paranormal paracosm. This is the part of the show where we watch videos that may or may not be real, but they are spooky and create a very interesting paradigm of the world. Let us begin. The first one is the Pheasant Spirit Guide, followed by a terrifying poltergeist activity caught on camera. And finally, I'm going to show you a doggo who spawns into this realm, IRL. It is a really interesting video. So let's take a look right now at the Pheasant Spirit Guide. Where are you, bud? So this man has arrived in a cemetery and he noticed this strange pheasant standing in front of him, not being afraid, not flying away, not acting weird, but instead walking beside him and attempting to lead him. He's been going to this graveyard to visit his mother's grave for the last three days, and every time he comes there, this pheasant is here. We're going to skip along here. Um, so he's just guiding him. He's not, the, the pheasant is not following him. He is following the pheasant. The pheasant meets him there for the last three days at his graveyard, 
and walks him to his mother's grave. Three days in a row. What is that? What is that? That is just freaking creepy, man. Look at that. He even looks over at him. <laughs> the bird looks at him like, you're here. Look at this. Watch his head. He's not scared. He's not flying off. What is that? And he just starts circling his mom's grave. That is so freaky. <laughs> what do you guys think? What are you, what are your what are your thoughts? How is that possible? What is there I'm trying to think of a trick. I can't. How? Because, like, okay, so the thing that comes to mind is, like, maybe they train the pheasant, right? But they're not training a pheasant for every single person that goes to the graveyard. Why just him? It, oh, gosh. That is... That is so weird. I mean, unless the mom was, like, a total troll. And she's like, you know what would be the best troll ever? Let's train a pheasant. So that when I die in my will, I want you to release this trained pheasant. <laughs> but I mean, that does not seem realistic at all. What do you got? Do you guys have any thoughts? Let me know in the comments below. What do you think? This is, this is really crazy. My gosh, it guided him to his mom's grave, and it wasn't doing some like erratic thing too. It went straight for it. That is, that is freaking weird. Cole says it is quite odd. I agree. It is quite odd indeed. We may have stumbled on something a little a little supernatural. That is the kind of thing Carl Jung pointed out as synchronicities. And uh, my goodness, man, that is just freaking weird. Now, this one coming up, I'm pretty sure it's fake. In my mind, I believe it's fake. Um, I do believe this kind of thing can happen. But there's no context to it. It's just like out of nowhere um this guy just post it you know he's not like oh i've had a haunted house or anything like that it's just um it's just like a clip so that's what makes me think it's fake but i don't know how and i think the effect is really nice here so this is something i want to study myself for magic because um it's it's quite impressive what's done here however that being said it could be real um i i am fully prepared to believe this kind of thing does in fact happen um in paranormal situations so uh we're gonna be watching that this one's pretty spooky so just be prepared um off topic but when i die i want it to be a celebration instead of everyone being depressed party at my funeral <laughs> all right cole well um that is the christian approach um i know not it's not often uh, expressed that way but um yeah you know it is supposed to be a, a good time you, you know you've you've done what you needed to do here and now you've moved on to the next level so there's uh that's the that is the christian perspective the door is moving itself Oh, that just gives you the spooks, doesn't it? 
This dude is breathing heavy. He just ran a 5K and he's 800 pounds. Whew. <laughs> so that is the paranormal video that I found stumbled around on the internet. I love paranormal things, right? It's it's pretty freaky. Let's get a closer look at that door that the doorknob. This is the part that really gets me. Um you see it moving. So at this point, there could be someone behind the door spinning the doorknob, but check out this camera clear. He turns it, there's no one there, and it's moving. Very bizarre. Very bizarre indeed. Oof. He's clearly spooked. I just don't know why he's breathing so hard. It seems a little too much. It seems like he's breathing a little too hard here. Um, like, I get you're taking the camera, you're freaked out and everything, but I don't understand why you would be breathing that hard. I guess maybe he's hyperventilating. I don't know, maybe maybe it's real. What do you guys think? What are your thoughts? It's pretty freaky. It's a, it's a pretty freaky effect. I think it would be really cool if you could go to like a haunted house or haunted maze, um, you know, like a not scary farm kind of thing and recreate this. That's, that's kind of my thought on here is, Ooh, maybe I could make something like this. Um, that that's what inspires me with it, but it, it's definitely, uh, it's, there's something about doors specifically. I don't know what it is, but doors seem to have a, a mystical quality to them. Uh, that kind of just makes things scarier. I don't know what it, why. Maybe it's uh, it's the symbolism, you're entering another realm, but it, it, there's something odd to it. It seems legit, but things on the internet always are questionable. That's exactly how I feel, is it's like, if this is real, I feel like either people would be saying, like a big sign for me that something is most likely real is when you see everyone saying it's debunked. When you see debunked, this is fake, this is debunked, we proved that it's not real. That's when I know this probably something true to this because nobody takes the time to debunk um, fake videos. <laughs> they only do it when it's questioned their own beliefs and they know that this isn't explainable with their current paradigm. And so then they start spiraling and that's where you get the word debunk. So whenever I see the word debunked, I go, that's probably that's probably got some truth to it. And that's, uh, I don't see that popping up for this particular one. Um, so it's, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. Now, the last one here, this one is just freaking weird. It's not so, I mean, it's a little spooky, but it, it's not as much spooky as it's just bizarre. Um, doors are fascinating. I know, right? I, I, I really like high quality, fancy doors. Um, this one is like, <laughs> it seems like something out of a video game. It, it, it literally looks like someone came into IRL Earth Minecraft and just spawned a wolf. It's, it's really bizarre. So the backstory here is this is some people filming, um, there's a street race going on in Chile. Or Chile, as the cool people pronounce it. Did you see it? 
Let's see if it shows you again. Come on. Look at the slow motion. What is that? What is that? Ex ex how? All right, nothing is there. Nothing is there. We don't see anything here, right? It's clean, it's clear, nothing there. Dog. <laughs> I mean, I guess if it's edited in, look at that. Nothing, the dog. <laughs> and I don't understand why they would, why would someone take this video and edit in a dog? Like, if you're trying to make a scary thing, maybe you make like a demon or uh, something ghost up here. But this is, it's just a dog. Like, what? It, it spawns into existence. It, it looks so just unnatural. I don't know. What do you guys think? You got any thoughts on what in the world this could be? Um, one theory, maybe the dog is like leaping. Maybe he leaps to the area and so we're not seeing him because of the dark and then he lands I don't know man that is that that is just just I don't know how to explain it it just appears Foomp. <laughs> Foomp. So that is the dog popping out, being spawned IRL. Hello, Mr. Pheasant. Um, that is the dog being spawned IRL. I, I have no idea how this particular one works. It is quite amazing. And um, I don't know. Let me know what your guys' thoughts are. And we're going to move on in just a bit. Uh, let's, we'll get your guys' thoughts. And then we're going to move on to practical philosophy. I I have got no clue. I I find that one really interesting because it's so mundane. Like it doesn't make sense. Why would I edit in dog appears in a portal on some just random video from Chile on a street race? Like I just don't see the incentive there. Like if you're gonna go and edit something, you'd probably want to like tie it in somehow or make it theatrical or. Uh, make it ghost related paranormal but it doesn't look like a ghost it's just like there is a dog now welcome <laughs> it's, it is quite bizarre the camera didn't follow the dog it stayed on the cars so that could easily be fake um so why what is the so if the camera stays on the car what what is what does that make it fake like would it be like if oh or so like if the dog appeared maybe they follow it with a card and so like but i just don't again why why do you edit in a dog just appearing like it's not spooky to have a dog appear maybe a ghost or maybe um you know like a cryptid you know you could have like a chupacabra appear or um bigfoot or something of that nature but like why just a dog <laughs> Like there's nothing, nothing magical or mysterious. It's like, oh look, there's there's a good boy now. You're like, does he want the pets? I just, I don't know. It's very odd. But who knows anymore? Hell, man, it's it's so. Like, 
what i i don't know <laughs> maybe we um here's one that i always do and this is this is a great tool by the way um that there's so there's a sad pathetic group of people um that exist they're called atheists um they're not the most intelligent people um and so they don't believe in god because they aren't intelligent enough or motivated enough or wise enough to read books from people who are smarter than them that have proven that god existed for four thousand years or so like aristotle plato socrates uh thomas aquinas things like that and so they create a delusion in their mind called the simulation theory so they'll go and say oh i think that we live in a simulation because of all these um weird things that occur in the world that are unexplainable by science of course what they mean is i think there is a being who created us that's designed this world and uh, i call it a simulation because it makes me feel like a special boy to say that it's a program rather than to call the creator uh, god and so th what they do is they create this delusion bubble called the simulation which is just their way of trying to justify uh, the reality of the fact that we live in a realm that was created by God. And so this is something where I think you could come in from a persuasion perspective and say like, if this is a simulation, you know, why couldn't God just, or the creator just spawn in dog, you know, maybe, maybe he can just do that. <laughs> you know, maybe that's just a thing. Uh, maybe there are IRL spawn points. Um, who knows? You know, if, if you're going to open your ideas up to the world of simulation, why not? Um, again, if anyone ever, if I will use it to help bridge that gap for those people. Um, but again, you know, it's just taking the word Christianity and swapping it out for simulation theory and then feeling like you're special. <laughs> but but it is uh it is bizarre it is very very bizarre hey michael how's it going welcome i love when uh when when i do love it though when you hear the pseudo intellectual types like talking about like maybe we are in a simulation and then the christians are like yes of course god created this but maybe could it be possible that the world is actually a simulation. We have all this evidence to support that we're in a simulation. Uh-huh. It's God's simulation. God made it. It's his, it's his world. But what if? <laughs> they get so mad. No, 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 no. It's not God. It's not God. It's just a being that's all-powerful, all-knowing, and omnipresent and um, has created a program that helps us live out our uh, life story, yet we still have some choices in it. Yes, God. No, 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 not God. Just be like a programmer of some sort. It's, it's, it's so frustrating. I get so mad. Uh, wait, this is a simulation? Y yes. Yes, God created the universe for us to, a special place in the universe for us, mankind. We are a unique being that exists in the universe and we're here for a purpose. And our job is to fulfill living the life that Jesus Christ laid out for us, living a life of logos and truth. And then as you follow that path, you reach the level of gaining 
back to the kingdom of God. Here is the path of truth that you need to follow to get to the kingdom of God or to choose to deny God again, like we did in the garden, and to choose to go to hell. And that's the, the two options we get to choose in our life. And so it's, yeah, so it's, that, I mean, I can't think of any other uh, way to describe it than what these pseudo intellectuals keep talking about where they're like, it's so weird. It's like as we examine the quantum physics, it's like everything is energy and it's not really matter. It's almost like a simulation of sorts. And you're just like, you guys are goofballs. I still wonder what was a word thing on TikTok. You said something about if I will come in to your house. Was that true? I still wonder was the award thing on TikTok. You, I'm not sure what that means. Um, I'm back from the last live stream you made. Well, welcome, Michael. How are you doing? Uh, Transcend's given the the, ex <laughs> the 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 sweaty face head. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so where were we? Oh, right. Before I went on my little diatribe. Uh, practical philosophy today on practical philosophy. We got a simple quote from Aristotle, um, which is just an important aspect of your life that is often overlooked and is something that you can start doing and it will improve the quality of your life. And so the quote is, knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. And a lot of people say this, Sun Tzu says it, Aristotle says it, Plato says it, Socrates says it, um, but not many people go beyond the expression. They say like, ah yes, I need to know myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, now what? <laughs> so there's not that practical element. So what I'm going to do is provide you with some practical philosophy here today. And so these are three things that you can start doing right now um, to start knowing yourself better. And so those three things are, is the 16 personality test um, this is something that's free on the internet. If you search 16 personality type test, it'll come right up at the top. Um, this is called the Myers-Briggs test. It was designed by Carl Jung and it really helps you better understand yourself. It's based off of psychology rather than, uh, you know, magic or witchcraft or any of that kind of stuff. And it really is interesting to see how God has created characters in our life and we seem to model uh, one of these 16 character types. And people are able to shift from some personalities to other depending on their activity, their location, their environment, their diet, their, their work schedule. So this isn't like you're set in stone here, but it is kind of like um, preset in the way of this is the kind of character role that you play. These are the likely strengths and weaknesses. It's a lot like basically an IRL um, strategy game, kind of like Skyrim for real life. And this is a test that you'll take and it'll tell you um, what you have strengths in, where, what are weaknesses and how to avoid them, what are good career paths for you, um, ideal relationships, things like that. And so that's a great place to get free information about yourself uh, and online. But again, it's not set in stone. You can change your personality. Um, it's not something like, oh, I am doomed to be this forever. But in most cases, what happens is you're like, oh, that is 100% like who I am as a real person. 
Um, now I know what weaknesses to avoid. The second one is very simple. This is daily journaling. And this is something that there is something magical about taking your thoughts and putting them to paper. And when you take your thoughts and put them to paper and then being able to go back and review them, you get this editing process with your own way of thinking that you don't get from just thinking. And so it's very helpful to write in a daily journal and then to edit your thoughts to really make them concrete for your own mind. And then the third one is about connecting with your subconscious through a dream journal. And so this is just the process of writing down your dreams when you have them and when you remember them, writing them down and then going through that same process of analyzing them and asking yourself, what is this dream trying to tell me? I actually have a lecture that's all about that. I think it's called The Interpretation of Dreams. It's on this channel as well um, that teaches you about how to do dream interpretation and the basics of it. So if you're interested in that, definitely check that out as well. And so that's it. That's three ways that you can be better knowing yourself begin the path towards wisdom as aristotle says and um, it doesn't require money it doesn't require a bunch of time it's something you can get started on right now at home in a matter of a few minutes so that is my recommendation for you guys today and the practical philosophies now let's uh, move on to the live wizard readings now michael said so you basically saying demons are real I drink is real or trust your imagination. I'm, huh? I'm not really following uh, Michael, but uh, yes, demons are real. Um, but they're also weak compared to you. You are much more powerful than a demon because you're made in God's image. You have the ability of creator uh, to build, create, and grow. You have the ability of speech to name things. Um, you have dominion over the earth. And so you're, you're a being of immense power. So I wouldn't be worried about demons unless you are um, tempted by them and seduced by them and, and manipulated by them. Then you're opening yourself up to allowing them to have power over you. You're um, being subservient to evil. So I wouldn't be too worried about demons. Um, and of course, you know, Christ is supreme and you have the power of Christ in you if you so choose to have it. Trenton, you are up, sir. You have the live wizard reading. And then after that, we got Victor. Trenton and Victor. If you're here, let me know in the comments below. And we'll get your reading started shortly. And if you have any other questions, feel free to drop them in the chat below. And of course, if you'd like to support the stream, go to paypal.me forward slash askawizard. You can get a three-card reading by paying anything you want there. And I will get you a three-card reading right now. Or you can send a letter into P.O. Box 8881, Missoula, Montana, 59807. I read your letters live on air. You can send financial support there. It's not required, but I do greatly appreciate it. And we will read your letters as well. Unless you don't want me to, you can just write at the top, do not read, and I won't read it. All right, Trenton, let's get you a reading. Is there anything in particular you're looking for insights on? Let me know. Let me know. All right. Let's see here. All right, Trenton. So Trenton's looking for a general reading. And the card we have here is the Six of Hearts. So the Six of Hearts is, ah, man, this is a tough card. So the Six of Hearts is a grind in the emotions. So this is saying that we're going through a pattern right now in our life that is um, pretty painful. 
in the sense that we're getting emotionally taxed. You know, in the beginning we were doing all right, everything's fine, but we're definitely starting to get grind ground down here. It, it's starting to wear on us. We're trying to get impatient, annoyed, maybe even a little paranoid. Um, and this is um, a process that we've been going through for quite some time here, and that's that's tough this is this is not fun to go through especially when it's emotions because emotions are very much like drugs sometimes um they they, they happen and affect you and affect your brain even though it doesn't make sense that they're affecting you um or you'd like to just turn them off it's just you know it's happening and it sucks <laughs> and um they serve a good purpose though so what they're trying to tell you is hey we're in distress we're in pain we want you to fix the current situation you're in that's why you're feeling those emotions and so what i would recommend doing here is remind yourself that you have the ability to change your environment you have the ability to change your world um, and you have the ability to build, create, and grow. A common thing, and you know, you guys probably heard me say this a hundred times now if you're uh, regular here, um, try growing just anything, whether that's just a small basil plant um, or uh, making a piece of art or raising something. It, my favorite is always the basil plant. I'm trying so hard to not say it. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> the basil plant. Um, taking care of that, seeing, hey, I can create something in this world. I can grow and care for something. I can change the world that I'm in. And I think getting that reminder is going to help you with this particular time and realizing, sure, there are things that are outside my control that are frustrating and weird and scary, but... There's also things that are in my control that I can change and I can control. So that's uh, what I'd recommend doing there. Uh, are you from TikTok? Because I've heard you say something about an owl coming to the house. Was that true? Uh, yes, I am Tyler Sass from Ask a Wizard. And uh, I do a live magic show on TikTok at 7.20 p.m. Pacific Coast time. I have done effects like making owls appear in people's houses. Um, making the moon move, uh, making clouds disappear and reappear and change shapes, uh, making lights flicker on and off, uh, making rooms become cold and hot, uh, things like that. I do those quite often in my magic show at tiktok.com or tiktok at tiktok at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Coast time at Ask a Wizard. I might not type well, so you might not understand what I say. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little confused with some of the stuff, Michael, but that's all right. Um, let's see here. And uh, so that's the reading I have for you to Trenton. I hope that helps you out. hope that gave you some insights. And we're going to move on to the next reading, which is Victor. Victor, you are up. Is there anything in particular you need insights on, Victor? Let me know. Let me know. Do, 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 do. And yes, I did summon over a million fairies and a couple hundred thousand crows. That was me. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> okay, because I had a dream about it. It will come into my house. I just wanted to ask. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's uh, what those are called is a paracosm. So what I'm building on those is a psychological fantasy world in our heads. And then uh, we go and we play in that world together. And so when you play in that world together, it, the experience you get is as if it's real. So a good example of like a basic paracosm is you see the card, you live in a realm where the card wouldn't do that, but I have manipulated the paracosm so that it does. 
And so you feel like a card just disappeared and reappeared. That's a basic level of a paracosm, and so I'm just taking that to a higher level, essentially. All right, Victor, I haven't seen anything come through, so we're going to get your reading started right now. Let us begin. Boom. All right. All right, so we've got the Queen of Wands here. So the Queen of Wands, Victor, is about patience with the spiritual principles. So what this is telling me is that right now, um, the advice that you need is that we need to be patient with, um, we need to be patient with doing the right thing. Uh, we've been doing the right thing for a while we're a moral person. We, we try our best to follow what is right and try to avoid doing what is wrong. And <clears throat> we're not getting a, a payout for it, to put it bluntly. We're not getting a real positive experience. We're seeing people who are not following the rules. We're seeing people who are not being good, who seem to be getting ahead. And that's kind of frustrating and putting a toll on us, essentially. And so what I'm recommending here is that we need to be patient we got to keep doing things the right way um, trying to bend the reality to your will always fails in the end don't don't try and play those games it's so much better to align yourself with truth and to continue to follow what is true what is virtuous what is good and you're going to get a lot more power from that so that would be my recommendation is stay the course don't compromise be patient the the time will come being good doing good building things creating things and telling the truth are going to pay off for you in the long run if for no other reason you're going to be able to look back on the time and say i was the good person in that situation and that that's you know the ability to sleep well at night and so that would be my recommendation for you there, Victor. I hope that helps you out, and I hope that gives you some insights. Let's see, Michael is going frantic on a typing spree here. What do we got here? Um, wait, that was really accurate. I was doing really good with my grade a few months ago, and then all of a sudden, they just started slipping, and I can't seem to get the motivation to do better. My parents are really hard on me, and it bec it's become so bad, I just can't do it. I'm trying to get better. Soy the owl from TikTok that you made still in my house or not? No, no, no. So you have full control over that, Michael. If you want to get rid of the owl, um, you can just, you know, say I'm done playing the game, basically. You're just like, I'm not going to imagine an owl anymore. And then you'll be able to break the spell. Um, it's not a spell. It's a magic trick. But you get it. I guess technically it's a spell because it uses words. Uh, spelling. Victor says here, um, Victor, I just finished doing a reading for you, but I, I, my apologies. I hope that it was accurate. <laughs> uh, the card that we drew for you, Victor, was patience, uh, the queen of wands, which is patience with your spiritual principles. And this is saying that you're going through a time right now where um, you are doing the right thing and it doesn't seem like you're getting the rewards that should be bestowed upon someone for sticking to doing the right thing. And to make matters worse, we're seeing people who aren't doing the right thing, and it's frustrating because they seem to be doing just fine despite the fact that they're not doing the right thing. And so this is just a call to action to stay patient and stick to those principles, more or less. That's the uh, 
That's the cliff notes of your reading. <laughs> no problem at all, Trenton. I hope I, I'm glad I was able to uh, give you a reading. And uh, if we have anyone else looking for a live wizard reading, let me know in the chat. Uh, if you have any questions, you want to talk about something, I can uh, answer that as well. And if not, we'll close the stream up. Sorry for the uh, internet issues. Um, earlier on, they were a bit frustrating and seemed to have derailed me a bit on the show. But um, hopefully we'll have that working better tomorrow. Um, if nothing else, I'll have a better protocol. I guess if it goes down, maybe the strategy is just to wait it out. Just keep going with the show and then uh, hope that it works itself out. Um, other than that, I'm not really sure what to do. Um, if you guys have any suggestions, let me know in the comments below. Um, maybe I could chill and just chat in the chat room until uh, we have our internet kick back on. It seems to have only been an intermittent issue, but um, a little frustrating, a little annoying. Thank you for your reading. Oh, no problem at all. Glad I was able to help. Thank you. No problem at all, Victor. Glad I could help. And uh, doesn't look like we have anyone else looking for a live wizard reading. So with that, I think it's time to close up the stream. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I will see you again tomorrow, same place, same time, Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Pacific Coast time. Uh, hopefully I will be less rushed tomorrow. I only need to drop off uh, Matthew's books. By the way, we had, uh, I got to update this list because Matthew actually purchased uh, one of these books right here the four hour work week uh, well as well as a few other ones so i'm going to be packaging those up and sending them on out to you and uh, we're going to get those wrapped for you in christmas wrap we just picked it up at costco today so i'm um, going to drop those on off and uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in if you would like a book as well you can go to paypal.me forward slash ask a wizard and uh, pay twenty dollars or more and that will get you a book sent to you in the mail Michael, I might not spelled right because I used my dad's phone because the whole internet run down. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's, that's perfectly fine, Michael. Um, now, as also, I forgot to address, Michael, so in regards to your schools and your grades, um, what I would recommend doing is just make sure you're working hard, doing your best, um, but start learning things on your own. Um, learn stuff that you're interested in, that you're passionate about and that isn't hard work for you to learn and do that on top of what you're doing in school because learning how to learn anything is going to teach you the same principles that you can apply to everything so if you learn how to learn one thing well you're learning a lot of skills that are going to help you learn stuff that even if you don't really like it so for example when i was in school um, there goes the internet again um when i was in school uh, one of the things that I learned at a young age was I memorized all the Yu-Gi-Oh card attack and defense stats. And I knew all 150 Pokemon uh, by name and, and all these different things because I really liked those things. But learning to memorize those